Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Here joining me on a very chilly Tasmanian morning is Mr. Liam Hancock. What's up, guys? It's Lee here. Mate, now, how are you coping with the cold middle of winter here? You, you enjoying it? No, I'm not enjoying it. I was just thinking, how often have we said we're, we're coming in on a beautiful Tassie day? Very rarely do we ever say that. It's yeah. always freezing. It, it is a beautiful day. The clear blue sky's here, but it is mighty chilly. But we do love this island state of ours. Also joining us, Mr. Roy Hancock. How are we? Yeah, we've got about 16 layers Mate, on us between us. Up. You got are... the beanie on. feel like I'm going on a snow trip, like, to be honest. You yeah, look grilled. ready to, you know, shred it on the slopes. <laughs> i tell yep. you what, though, just quickly, do we all prefer summer as opposed to winter? I uh, think so. Yeah, I yeah. think we're we're definitely rolling with that, particularly in Tassie. Jeez, I, unless you live down here, you just don't know how absolutely freezing it can get. It's different, winter. doesn't it? It does. It, it does. does hit different, and we're going to hit different today. A massive episode in store, guys. We've got a lot to get through. Uh, the conference finals are finally here. Two incredible starts to both the West and the Eastern Conference Series, so a lot to break down there. Uh, we'll recap all the odds and ends from throughout the week and end with Hero of the Week as well. Perfect. Before we get into it, guys, a big shout-out to both of our sponsors, Podthreads. Guys, get on to Podthreads. Um, incredible stuff. Check out the link in our bio on our socials um, and get yourself some Daily Dribble merch. Big shout-out, Lee. Davo. Big shout-out to Davo, mate. Yes. Super appreciative of your support. Um I was thrilled to see you walking past Intersport, who I'll tie in in a moment, our <laughs> other sponsor. Um, we're repping our merch the other day. It was a fantastic sight to see, and we all can't thank you enough for your support. Sent in a little um, unboxing video. I probably should have screen recorded it. You should have done. Yeah. We'll tell him to put it back in, and we'll do it again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, incredible stuff there, guys. The merch looks fantastic, so get onto it. We appreciate Podthread's support in all of that. Yeah. Um, so if you've got a podcast or a brand you want to grow, get in touch with them, and they can... Uh, Help sort you out as well. And if you do buy some of that merch, feel free to send some pictures in. We'd we love love, love to get it up on the story and, and get it out there for the, for the rest of the audience to see. So Absolutely. Fantastic stuff there. And likewise, Intersport, the new store, is opening in less than two weeks. We're just mm. over a week and a bit Ooh. away. So the new store is dripping in just absolute straight fire. Do you say um, there was a wall getting painted? Is that is that important? A mural, oh, we've got an NBA mural on the Has wall. Has that started? Uh, it's finished. What, the, what is it? Um, It's like Michael Jordan's outstretched. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, it looks pretty sick. So, guys, be sure to stay tuned for that. We'll be sure to post something once that one comes live. Yeah. God, that um, would have put a dent in the in the wallet in Intersport. Thanks, wallet, I'm and sure. Hang, well, as long as I keep making sales, it doesn't matter. It's all happy days. So, guys, be sure to check out Intersport as well. Very good. Very good. A lot to get through today, lads. So, should we get into odds and ends? We shall. We should. There's you been look, a lot yeah. of coaching changes, hasn't there, over the last week? So, I guess we should kick off with that. Take and I'll start. Um, just this morning, it was finalised. Um, Jason Kidd to be the next head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. That's massive. Throughout the week, I think um, there was talk of him, and they were closing in on um, finalising a deal with Jason Kidd, who who played for the Dallas Mavericks throughout um, uh, the course of his career. Phenomenal um, career at that. Yep. Yeah. And so I think this is going to be a pretty pretty good um, acquire for the um, Dallas Mavericks. He's going to be a great mentor to to Luka Doncic. Easily yep. relatable. Hasn't Absolutely. been out of the game that long, and he's always had a pretty good rapport with, uh, I guess, teammates and and players alike. So I think 
that's going to be a good good hire for the Dallas Mavericks. And it seems these pl- like coach or players who go on to coach and who are high level players, they do just kind of resonate better with the players, yeah. um, because they, they know do. what it's like to be a player to be in that situation. So it just makes them more relatable. And I think getting kid is certainly going to be beneficial to Doncic, mm. um, and I think having that name attached to the franchise as well mm. will help be able to lure in some uh, potentially bigger uh, names, bigger names yeah, during sure. the big fish. Uh, likewise, the Pacers have officially signed their head coach in Rick Carlisle. Yeah. Um, the man who departed the Mavericks has signed on with the Pacers on a four-year, $29 million deal. Mm. $29 million. Now, how do we feel about this acquisition? This is uh, Rick Carlisle to the Pacers. He's I'm, got a big job on his hands. I mean, he's valuable anywhere, Rick Carlisle. No matter where he goes, he's valuable. I, I, I heard that he really likes the look of Miles Turner. I had heard that and too. And he says that he's the future of big men and centres in the league. So I reckon he'll be doing a fair bit with him. Well, Rick Carlisle has history with Indiana. He's the yep. head coach between 2003 and 2007 and also the assistant coach there between 1997 and 2000. So he's definitely... Come got, full circle. Yeah, he's come full circle. And I think he's there's a lot to like about that Indiana Pacers team. I think we really what, didn't get to see them this year properly, did we? So no, it was kind exactly of like right. a, a bit of a write-off. You know, TJ Warren, um, you know, those injuries just coming thick and fast at them. Do you yeah. think fully healthy the Indiana Pacers team now with a new fresh head coach, do you reckon they're enough to make the playoffs first and foremost Definitely. and to make an impact once they reach the playoffs? Or do you think they'd be a first-round exit or second-round no. exit? Uh, I think they've got well and truly the capabilities, and I think it might have been beneficial for them this season to have um, you know some of these younger players like Brissett, Samson, uh, the yep. Holidays you know all these other players get more exposure mm. to grow and develop and once you combine that with say TJ Warren coming back and their full accompaniment of stars I think they could do a bit of damage. A full season of a healthy Karis LeVert as well huge, can't hurt. Huge, you kind of forget he's on the team don't yep. you to a certain extent so I think they could make some waves. I'm big on the Pacers. I even think they could go to their conference finals. Conference finals? Oh, oh, my God. They were, clip it. Clip it. There's a, they were there's my, a drop. They were my dark horse this year, yeah. and they were injured. Though. Yeah. So, but a fully healthy team with a new head coach, I think that the I don't remember you up. said that because you're going to look like a genius if that yeah. comes off next no, year. No, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it's too far out of the realms of possibility. I mean, you look at this year and you look at the Atlanta Hawks and how poor they were last year, and I guess even with the inclusions this year, I don't I don't think many people would have thought that they'd be making the um, conference finals yep. and, you know, at the moment 1-0 up. Um, so anything yes. can happen in the NBA with a bit of change and um, each, each year is a new year and I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens with the Pacers next year. Absolutely. In terms as well, on the coaching front, uh, Becky Hammond, mm-hmm. uh, who was assistant with the Spurs, currently is assistant with the Spurs, is a finalist for the Blazers coaching job. Yeah. Uh, she's become the first woman to make it to this stage in... Um, picking a candidate, so rightly so. Yeah, and she her knowledge would be second to none, being under the tutelage of um, Popovich there. Yep. So, mm. yeah, I, I'm excited to see how that one plays well, out. Pretty much, isn't it? Just either her or Chauncey Billups. Yeah, it seems like they're the two the two front runners there. Mm. You'd uh, love to see her get a head geek, wouldn't you? Though, yeah, like, we know Chauncey Billups at some stage in the future will get that role, but you'd love to see she's that been just kind the... and poised for a while now. She's, she? Yeah, she's done her dues. You know, assistant coach under under Pop for a fair while now and I think she's definitely gained the respect of the entire NBA community so um, would love to see her get it um, with the Boston Celtics mm. so they've been this one surprised me they're, they're finalizing <laughs> an agreement to hire 
um, Brooklyn Nets assist- assistant coach, Ime Adoka. Yep. Um, to be honest, when I saw the name, I was thinking, Who? who's this guy? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I had to do a bit of a dive when I saw but, it as well. Um, I've done a bit of research, and based off what I'm hearing by people who, are, who have been closer to him, he's, a, he's sort of like Jason Kidd. He's been able to relate really well to, mm-hmm. to um, the players whilst he's been at um, the Brooklyn Nets, yep. but also as a player, he's played with some of the some of the best players to ever play the games, um, namely Tim Duncan. And um, I think he's you don't always need to hire the big name coaches, exactly. do you? Because mm-hmm. then there's a lot of expectations. And I think especially he's, going to Boston, there's yeah. already going to be that level of mm-hmm. expectation on him. I remember when we hired Brad Stevens, and it was the same sort of story. I didn't really have too much of an idea of who he was, and. Yep. Uh, despite you know we haven't reached the ultimate goal, um, he's he's still been very ha- he was still very handy for the years that he was with us. So just a one word answer, right? Yep. Do you consider Stephen's time as head coach a success? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. It's it's hard to say yes entirely because you haven't made it to the finals or you haven't won a championship. Yep. But I think we've been solid enough since he's since he's taken over and. Um, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing at the end of the season when we do our season kind of reviews yeah. and gradings how you uh, you grade that one, Roy. That yeah. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. I've got one. Um, so the full team of the USA Olympic roster has been announced. I'll run through the names. Um, we've got Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum, Bradley Bill, Zach Levine, Drew Holiday, Kevin Love. Pause. Kevin Love we have in the team. For mm. some unknown reason, um, Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green, Chris Middleton, and uh, Jeremy Grant. Kevin what, Love. What a list, though. But yeah. my goodness. Okay, I want to hear what Rose but says. Do you know who they don't have? Delhi. Delhi. Oh, that, that's and Josh script. Giddy. And Josh Giddy. No, they don't. So look out. <laughs> look out. No, that's a, that's an incredible roster, and geez, you're going to have to have a phenomenal performance to um. To take them, or to even get close to them, yep. to them in That's, any game. That is just an, a who's who of NBA royalty there, um, even without Curry and LeBron, who both opted out. Yeah. That's a phenomenal 12-man lineup. Uh, but Aussie Pride, they do not have Josh Giddy. I can't wait Giddy. to see Giddy lining up against, whether it's a, a Lillard or whoever the case may yeah. be. wonder uh, why Chris Paul doesn't want to come along. I think I heard that um, someone, the, the media reported that he was, and then, it must have left a bit of a bad taste in his mouth, yep. and he didn't. I don't know. I've, I heard that on the grapevine, but I'm not too sure if that's actually confirmed. But anyway, what about Kevin Love? Are we gonna? Why is he in it? <laughs> to be no, he's, he's, <laughs> I, I, To be honest, I still think he's a, a quality, serviceable player. He hasn't mm. probably been in the right environment, but I, mm. I still think he's just in terms of like in the NBA. I still mm. think any team would love to have but, him if yeah, he comes definitely. in with the right attitude. No, but I'm just saying the position he's in, how he's been injured all. Oh, yeah. last year, you'd think he'd want to take the same approach as Ben Simmons well, did with well, the Aussie team that you just want to but How old is Kay Love? What, what is he now? He's, he's getting on in years for so sure. So it might al- almost be like a, a kind of a... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's see what he can do. Um, quick one here. I won't touch on this too long. Certainly don't condone it. Um, the great man, Alex Caruso, was arrested during the week for possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Um, he tried to board a flight, and the TSA busted his ass. He was uh, <laughs> he was found um, with a uh, like a, a herb grinder yeah. and marijuana. Right. So, okay. but that's it. like it's certainly on, don't uh, condone drug use. You don't but, condone uh, you, it. You can't pull up Caruso, can you? The well, TSA, you can't. The thing pull is, him up. though, you don't condone it. But it's not like he had a 
he had kilos on him. He had a little bit of a grinder, for mm. God's sake. As we were yeah. saying throughout the week, I, I th- we, we always thought that the goat was exempt from the law, but for some reason... He is the law. He is Texas, the law. In yeah. Texas, because isn't it legal in um, LA? I don't even know, to be honest. Is it Caruso's headshot that yeah. he's got on his... Caruso's <laughs> you headshot. That's, uh, I tell oh, you what, it's a... It's a- that is good a looking mug. That's as know, good as a mug shot can be, isn't it? That's a rough head, um, but anyway. But we won't touch on that too long as well. Following on about last week, the potential rule change for jump shot exaggerations, mm-hmm. uh, there's been a little more clarity um, that the NBA wants to impl- how the NBA is going to implement this. So if a shooter launches or leans into a defender at an abnormal, uh, blah, an abnormal mm-hmm. angle, yeah. uh, they'll be called for the, uh, an offensive foul. Yeah. Um, shoot if the shooter kicks their leg up or to the side at an abnormal angle, mm. that also constitutes an offensive foul. Right. Um, and an offensive player abruptly veering off their path sideways or backwards into an defender. So, just it limits how they can draw their yeah. fouls because so often we see Trey. You know, as an example, I'll use him just pull mm. up on a dime or kind of back into a, a defender, mm. and there's not much you can do. Like there really no. isn't any way you can defend. So. I, I'm interested to see how this plays out, mm. and we'll just see offensive players come up with better and more creative ways to score yeah, and to draw sure. fouls. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with what I've seen there. Yeah. How do you lads feel about it? Do you so, think it evens up the battle between offense and defense? I think so, because for a long while, it's 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 been very tough being a defender in the NBA for yeah. for a long while because of these these rule changes haven't been brought up. They've continued season after season, and these players keep getting cheap points, and sometimes they can be the difference between winning and losing games. Definitely. Um, who who do we think they're going to? These new changes will disadvantage most. Obviously, Trey, Trey and Jay. Trey. Anyone oh, well, else? Uh, Houston maybe Rockets, Luka James, Luka a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think Trey. Yeah, um, okay. But I still like it's not as if these guys aren't lower level. These are top level guys, so they're going to still be able to score and find new and inventive ways to score. Yeah. So, who else does it? Uh, who else got? Well, as, as, we was, as Lee was saying, James Harden used to do it. Yeah. Um, probably not so much since he's come over. Well, are we back on the um, the hero, James? Harden bandwagon, like are we enjoying? Like he was getting quite a bit of hate for a while there. I've always, yeah, liked yeah I've never, yeah. I've never disliked. James no, Harden, neither. But he, he copped quite a bit of flack, didn't he? Oh, and the way he exited yeah. Houston, but he seems to be kind of just the way he's playing, he's so the way he's selfless. going about it. Yeah, really endearing himself to people mm-hmm. once again. Absolutely, I'll go. Um, I don't know how um, reliable this source is because <laughs> it's coming from a guy. Actually, it does sound a bit familiar. Evan Macy, or or is that just no one knows him? I can't say but, he's a household yep. name. But, yeah, push um, on. He said that the Lakers are expected to pursue Carmelo Anthony in free, free agency. I just wanted to bring this up because I like the idea and pros- like the prospect of it. Well, uh, at this point of his career, even if that's if, if that's true or not, um, Carmelo needs to. I would I wouldn't begrudge Carmelo for going to a championship no. yep. team like like the Lakers. And in that sixth man role that he's really kind of relished and thrived in in yep. Portland, I'd be happy to see him come off the pine. So yeah. would I. At Portland, he's not getting there. He's just not because if they were going to make it, they would have yep. done done so by now. And I think, as we were mentioning the other week, it's probably time for them to blow that up to an extent. And they have with the head coach, but the, and that, it's the roster as well that needs a bit of work. And I've heard heavily that. Um, like Dame Lillard's team, like he's, he's, I don't know, his agents and stuff have been saying or urging him to just get, to get out. out. To yes, it's, well. um, it's kind of now or never, isn't it? It mm, kind of feels like be. in the next year or two, it's, it's probably last chance saloon. So, yeah. um, I would be happy to see that. Really quickly, while we're talking about the Lakers and 
the possible inclusion of Carmelo Anthony. Do you think their inclusions that they got this year or last year in, in um the trade trade bit was a success or a fail? Uh, I'll probably touch on that more when I do when we do our off season review. But real but quick, just real quick. Um, fail uh, or success? It'd have to be a fail. It'd have to be a failure, I guess, based on a first round exit. Yeah. You know, we certainly had LeBron and AD struggle with the injury throughout the course of the year. Yeah. Uh, certainly didn't help. Mm. Uh, I, I liked it on paper. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, if that whole crew were to stick together for another year, build that chemistry more so, it might come off a little bit better. Mm. But I guess you would have to say it has been a failure. Mm-hmm. The Harlem Globetrotters have expressed interest in negotiating for an NBA franchise. Now, um, they've been such a focal part of NBA history mm. and they feel it's time to be recognised for their <laughs> contributions for the game. Uh, so they really want to see a Harlem Globetrotter franchise started. When I, when I saw this, and all respect to the Harlem Globetrotters, and they have been enormous for the game of basketball, I actually thought this was a joke. So did I, I to be honest. I joke. thought this was a joke as well. And we've spoken about Vegas. We've spoken about Seattle. Mm, yeah. That's not none of high us men- on the... None of us mentioned Harlem. <laughs> I just had a thought. Could you imagine the Harlem Globetrotters coming into the NBA and just playing with the same... I guess, um, the flare. over the top and flared game style that they do in their games. <laughs> just alley oops all over the place, bounce passes. I wouldn't mind seeing it. How yeah. fun would games be to It'd watch? It'd be fun. I don't know. It'd be fun to have like them in a mid season, like the All Star game or something. Yeah, like yeah, a, a team, giving, put a team yeah. in for an All Star game against yeah. like a. And not know. not scripted either, like an yeah. actual game. Yep. See what they can do. Give them that first, and then we'll assess. we'll see how we go. But uh, mm. it's something to take note of. See how that develops over time. Mm. Uh, on the Ben Simmons news, I just wanted to touch on real quick, just because he's an Australian. Um, but I heard that he has no desire in leaving Philly, and in turn, I heard that they have no desire to get rid of him. But that's what yep. no one says. No one comes out and says we want to get no. rid of this player. So you can take that with a grain of salt. But I do believe the Ben Simmons wanting to stay is true. And in, I, I guess agree. tying in with Simmons as well, it's been announced that he won't come to the Olympics, yeah. um, mm. that he wants to spend the off-season working on his game. So it uh, doesn't matter. We've got Giddy. We've got Giddy. We've got Delhi. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all right. Um, and I guess tying in with that, Ryan Brockoff and Isaac Humphries have both um, opted out now due oh. to injury and oh, other yeah. reasons. So um, we're getting close to hearing the final 12-man an- announcement, the yep. squad, yep. Um, but there won't be any Simmons, Humphries or Brockoff. Uh, just a quick one. How's this? So, I oh know we might touch on that. We'll speak of the draft lottery odds because <laughs> I'll my next point. Uh, the draft lottery odds came out during the week. Mm. Um, if you've seen our socials or you've more than likely seen um, how it played out, the order, yep, but yep. the Detroit Pistons yep. get that coveted number one spot. We can only assume going to Cade Cunningham. Love that. Uh, a massive. They might have just found their franchise cornerstone. Their franchise is already like on the way up. It is. You look at their young yep. players as well. So I think... Oh, Bay, Grant, they're so... Killian Hayes, there's yep. a lot to like. Where's, in... Where's he play, Cunningham? What What's position? Um, he's a power forward. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we've got as well, um, I guess, ripping through that, the Rockets 2, Cavs 3. Um, I won't go through the whole list. I just but... wanted to know where your guys' teams were because I've got 11. Hornets have 11, yeah, which I'm pretty Mine's happy. not in the lottery, so it's okay. Nor no, is I Rose. can't yeah. uh, The Magic were big winners, though, getting yeah. the fifth and eight overall picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from reports, it looks like Josh Giddy could fall to maybe anywhere from the Hornets, Spurs, Pacers, or Warriors in that mm. 11 to 14 range. Mm. So... 
Um, we'll see how that one Josh unfolds. Giddy. What if he goes to Hornets? Jeez, imagine that. I'll have to. I'll have to sign up <laughs> straight away. Why not? Something tells me he could potentially go to um, the San Antonio Spurs to link up with fellow Aussie Paddy Mills. Yep. Um, particularly with Paddy Mills sort of getting on in his career, he could be a good mentor for, for Josh Giddy. I thought the big winner, or one of the biggest winners out of that, was the Toronto Raptors at mm. pick four. Yeah, I, I, they I still came out of that. I still rate their franchise as a team who can make the playoffs, and they're coming in. They'll be coming in with an extremely handy player. Yep. Now, do they? Do you reckon just quickly? And I know we won't touch on it for too long, but do you reckon it could be a chance that they swap that pick for an established player? Yep. Because they're probably in a win now mode or a if win. They decide soon to keep Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Definitely will be a big point in that if they. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I reckon they could look I think it's to on the acquire a, a, another bigger piece. What about they swap Kyle Lowry and the fourth pick for a massive person? Could ben that Simmons? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. There you go. Um, but speaking on the draft as well, yeah. there was a new vertical leap record set by Keon Johnson. He got up 48 inches, Jesus so 121.9 centimetres. Uh, this guy's projected to go in the back end of the lottery somewhere around with Josh Giddy. Mm. Yep. Um, but that is you're you're flying. You've you've got lift. Is that there. just from like standing? Uh, or yeah. run up. I think that was a run up one. Mm. Oh no, it was it? Uh, doesn't, doesn't matter. But I guess but regardless, that is a massive, massive jump. The thing is, you almost get an NBA contract based off that vert alone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's so, crazy. Yeah. Fair play to him. How tall is he? Do you know? No. But is he? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> but I just wanted to mention that's a hell of a jump. It is. It is <laughs> excellent. Do you guys have anything else from the NBA? Over to the NBA, I reckon. I'll rattle through a couple of quick ones here now. Quick one, the biggest one, probably. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll, I'll start with that. Melbourne United are officially crowned the NBL champions for this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they capped off what's been a phenomenal year, rounding out the series last night against Perth three zip. Uh, they won game two, 83 to 74, taking both games on the road, and that was just about curtains. Uh, they won game three last night, 81 to 76. Uh, you know, Perth really fought hard in this series, but once Bryce Cotton yep. was out, it was. Uh, they battled over. with other injuries as well, but mm. once Cotton went out, that was pretty much curtains. Um, Jock Landau winning uh, MVP for the final series, well and truly yep. deserved there. Um, but it's been a fantastic year for the NBL. I've really, really enjoyed kind of immersing myself in it. Uh, the product's fantastic. The players are electric. And come next season, we will have our own franchise to yep. jump on board with. Yeah, so that's exactly right. Fantastic stuff there. And just one other note from, I guess, Australian basketball news. Mm. Dyson Daniels. Your boy. Officially signed with the G League Ignite team for next season. Oh, jeez. Uh, combo guard. He's expected to go in the lottery as well mm. for next year. Double uh, D. Yeah. So, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes after your giddy, giddy watch throughout the course of this last season. <laughs> the G League Ignite team has got a hell of a player there on their hands, so I look forward to seeing what he can do. Brilliant, lads. Let's jump into the NBL finals recap. Uh, we'll start quickly. We won't touch on them too much. But we had two crazy Game 7s, didn't we, to kind yes. of bring out the uh, end of the semifinals. Mm. The Bucks versus Nets, what, could you say arguably game of the season? Yeah, it's it has to there. be up there. has to be up there. And I thought unexpected for mine, but yeah, huge Bucks game. winning 115 to 111 in OT. KD and Harden both played all 53 minutes <laughs> in this one. Is that a, a record? Uh, no, I don't Is think it so, but it's, it's, uh, it's up there. Um, Harden had 22 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. KD, 48 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. The most ever points in a game, 7. Middleton with 23, 10 rebounds, 6 assists and 5 steals. 
Giannis had 40 points himself, 13 mm-hmm. rebounds and 5 assists. I've got really quickly, I've just got the most minutes played in an NBA game. What do you think it is? 58. 69. Oh, okay. Ooh, Dale nice. Ellis. Yeah. 1989, but go on. Imagine playing that many minutes. You would be cactus. Yeah. You've mentioned <laughs> how tired you are after a couple of minutes late. Imagine that. You would be spent. Goodness. If, God, if KD's foot wasn't 80,000 inches long. Yeah. If and that then, guy just had a size 17 shoe instead of a size 18, he would have. they would have been going to the conference though. You are like literally millimetres yeah. away yeah. from ascending the team, packing off to the conference finals. Quite literally. It, it's brutal. That was a sick, sick game. You, um, you saw the photo of his feet after that game. Is that Are they photoshopped or not? <laughs> they're they're abnormal, aren't they? But they're, they're massive. They're like the size of his shin. They're That's like massive super four. long flippers. They are, they are, aren't they? Imagine <laughs> him swimming, just propelling himself in the water. <laughs> Looks like a penguin. My goodness, but that was some game. Um, I'm guessing a lot of people have seen maybe the highlights out there, so we won't touch on it too long. But mm. the Hawks also got up uh, 103 to 96 against the 76ers. Mm. What a dogfight this was. Uh, incredible. The Hawks won. They shot 26% from three, still yep. managed to get over the line. The big big hero in this one was Kevin Herter. Yeah. 27 points, uh, and he really found that mismatch against Curry and looked to exploit it. And I think that was probably the turning point in the game. That was a really positive thing, and I know we won't touch on it for too long, but it was a really positive thing for the Hawks that even though Trey Young didn't have, you know, a great game, I think in the end, what was he, 5 for 23 from the field, yeah. yep. and you've got other guys like um, Clint Capella probably not standing up as much as he needed to. Um, you've still got guys like Kevin Herter and, and John Collins and Gallinari off the bench standing up, and it just shows how deep this team is and yep. how if Trey Young doesn't step up on any given night, it's not the end of the it's world. back up there. Well, this is why they brought in all these, yep. not superstars, but they brought in that such a – it's probably the best surrounding cast in, in the NBA right now. They've yep. probably got the deepest roster. And they're doing it still without Hunter. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of forget, forget what he's that. still about. Like So, Cam fair Rouge. play, what a win there. Yeah. Uh, another – You'd have to argue another disappointing season for the 76ers, the position yeah. they were in. They In this series, they gave, what game was it? Was it game four they gave up a 26-point mm-hmm. lead? Or yep. it might have been five, but they gave up some massive leads in this series. Uh, so they should be really doing a lot of soul-searching in the offseason. You just don't know what to do. Like It's year on year on year on that they just keep saying... This yeah. is the season. It never is. It never is. They need they're... to do something. And we say we said it last year. They just need to t- flip it up. They, they really missed that to. chance, I think, with Jimmy Butler when they had him a couple of seasons mm. ago. I think that was their real golden period to mm. really make but, a dent in it. Well, he was – it's stupid because people were saying that he was a cancer on that team. But he yeah. was the guy who wanted to win and he was the guy who was willing that team to win. And to drag – Once he left, they, yep. got, they became quite soft. And for me personally, they're on my never again – to trust list oh, I because think so. yes. I, this year was the year where I thought, okay, maybe I can give them a, a little dash of trust and see what happens. And once again, out in the second round, it's um, just typical Philly. I likewise feel similar. Like I feel like I don't want to trust them again. Like I can't yeah. trust them. Didn't uh, you put them number one on your standings? Not there? for this season. That was last we season. We need to go over that again we, in an episode. We certainly will. Um, ben Simmons, five points. Eight rebounds, 13 assists, but five points. He's just, like, I know he's copped a lot of flack this week. But, but he deserves it. You have got to score the ball. Yeah. He is, and he's such a force when he's driving and attacking the rim. Yeah. Why not? Like, his lack of confidence is just, it derails, it is derailing the team. It is. It is. And it's, like, do you think he's on the way out? 
I I think yeah, I do. I do. I think forgetting all reports we've heard yeah. and whatever else, but do you reckon he's I think on he's, the way out? I definitely think he is, and I definitely think by the sounds of it, he's going to a team who are renowned for their shooting. I've heard that he could be on his way to Golden State in exchange for a trade involving Andrew Wiggins. Mm. Don't know if there's any truth to that, but I just the oh, thought of out. it. The thought of it makes sense to me. He wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to be required to shoot as much as um, he does in Philly mm. um, because you've got Clay and Steph obviously there as your as your one two punch. Um, but yeah, I how can how can he stay? Yeah. He'll get booed out of the arena. I think uh, this this kind of journey's run its course, hasn't it? Philly yeah. with the 76ers. The process has uh, ended. Uh, Philly with the 76ers. Simmons <laughs> with the 76ers. <laughs> My goodness. But, um, mm. yeah, this was this was a big shock. This was a big shock. So to be honest, I, I want him out, and I think he should be out. But I honestly think he's going to stay, to You're be right? honest. I think they're going to keep they they don't learn. They're not learning from their mistakes. They should. Like I said, they should. I think he's going to stay, though, to be honest. I think I heard throughout the week, it might have been Stephen A. Lee's favourite, saying that um, he's heard from people close to Philly within the organisation and a lot of the players are getting a bit um, disgruntled mm. with um, Ben Understandably. Simmons. Understandably mm. so. And I think... Once that starts to happen, there starts to be a bit of disruption in yeah. the locker room. It has a knock on. It snowballs, it doesn't does. it? Yeah. It gets bigger and bigger, and I, I think he's on the way out. Watch this space. I can't wait to break that one down when, if a trade happens. <laughs> let's, let's move ahead to the conference finals. Mm. Um, we'll start in the West. Game one, the Suns get up 120 to 114 versus the Clippers. Yep. Devin Booker. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. 40 That's points, bad. 13 rebounds, 11 assists. He did it all. Paul George tried to battle with 34 points, five assists, but Devin Booker, what a showing in your first conference finals game. I honestly don't think I've seen a guy in a long time play with as much confidence and play so hot as Devin Booker did in that game. He just, he willed that team to victory, really. Um, and there was, after that game, he was getting comparisons to a to a young Kobe. Yes. Um, yep. And that's when you know you're doing the right thing. Um, but yeah, he was, he was unbelievable. As you were mentioning, though, PG was very respectable on the, other, on the other side of things, but you can only do so they much. They were in it, though, weren't they? It was a real back-and-forth sure. yeah. game, and it was just in that fourth quarter that the Suns were able to steady. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference maker there, the field goal percentage, yeah. Clippers shot 40, For sure. yeah. 45% as opposed to the Suns, 55. Game one in the books, secure that win at home, steady the nerves, so mm-hmm. good win there. They yeah. carried that over to game two. The Suns God. winning 104 to the Clippers at 103. Couldn't believe it. I think this game will just essentially be remembered for that eight noob. Yeah. That was... Like, there was, there was 0.9 seconds on the clock, and yep. you just... You almost, it's it's such a low percentage chance that they get back in front, but I, somehow they did it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe Me it. Neither. And just the actual... I think it's not been talked about enough. That pass mm. from Crowder mm. had to be on the button. It did. Like, it did. Yeah. Millimeter perfect, and, and the, it was. They're like the clock as well. The countdown, like it's such playing in your mind, and it's so good that he can stay calm. And that last minute and a half of that game went for about half an hour. It I did. had not even checked. Now, well, I was at lunch at about twenty five past with about four minutes thirty left, and it went the whole way through. Just, just quickly, I do, I do want to touch on that now. The NBA is trying to attract, you know, new viewers, new fans. Yeah. This honestly, and we've spoken about it in the past, this honestly detracts so much from the game. Like, sickos who love basketball are going to sit there and watch it and eat it all up for as long as it takes. 
But if you want to see the last a minute, minute and a half of a game, and you're spending half an hour, it's painful. It is. It is such a painful process yeah. that it honestly turns people away from the game. Yeah. It does, uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that at all. There really needs to be some work done into speeding it up. 100%. Well, you were mentioning before, though, Nick, that what we'll remember is the eight and tip-in. What people probably will forget is the two missed free throws yeah. by yeah. Paul George. Oh, I won't cry tonight. Um, <laughs> to put them up by three instead, he misses both of them. He, he, he played really well throughout this game. Um, however, when, when he had the chance to put them up by three, he missed both of them. It was quite disappointing it was it was that you know you've got to for a player of his caliber you've got to at least make one yeah you've got to make one and to miss both um that could have not iced the game but really made it difficult yep. and at least had a chance to send them to ot or whatever the case may be uh someone who doesn't is not going to get much of a light shown shown on him this yep. game um because of how it all mm. ended campaign yeah once oh, he... regarded as one of the worst players in the league was he could barely grab a contract 29 points, 9 assists, um, phenomenal. He was the difference in the end, actually. He was. They got up by one and, as you were saying, almost had 30 points. He was just knocking them down left, right and centre. He, yep. he looked like a premier point guard in the league in he, this game. He was a stone-cold killer. And yeah. just quickly, not enough love. So often in the draft <laughs> class, we give it to we give it to Doncic, we give it to Trey Young. Yep. Aiton. Yeah, DeAndre right. Aiton was the number one pick in that year's class. He mm. had 24 points, 14 rebounds. And he's really starting to look like that that number one pick. DeAndre Ayton like it was a worthwhile pick. Is as solid a player as it comes, particularly on this Suns lineup. Um, I think when I look at Devin Booker, he's the type of guy who who have thirty and forty, you know, in two games, and then the next few games he might have, you know, fifteen, 15. to twenty. Yep. Whereas I reckon DeAndre Ayton is always that guy you can count on to have, you know, at least fifteen points and ten mm. rebounds. He's as solid as they come, and. Yeah, he w- he was dominant in this game. He 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 had Zubac um, covered, I think. Yeah, and well, for the Clippers, they really really missed a big opportunity to steal one on the road. Mm. If you're going back to LA, you've tied the series at one apiece. That's you've got so much confidence if that happens. Hundred um, percent. The other big takeaway from this game was the Devin Booker Pat Bev collision. Yes, uh, oh, left yeah. Booker with a pretty. Um, Wayward nose. Was this game three? Game two, that was. Was it? Oh, I thought it was three. Game oh, two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Booker for game three, which we'll touch on momentarily, had the uh, the old face mask on. It's probably a good thing because his nose was all kinds of stuffed up. I'm not sure if you saw the end result yeah, of it, but it was like as wide as your like hand, yep. like a hand's width, yep. and it was crooked. Yeah. And um, Kendall Jenner wouldn't have been looking at him the same way. I don't Certainly know. not. What um, about, I'm guessing you saw in the last couple of minutes that play where kind of it was out of bounds off Booker yep. but oh, Pat yeah. Bev he, he guided it out yeah. like they need to do if they're going to do something about this rule of people jumping in and catching fouls mm-hmm. do something about this rule as well as Mark Jackson said throughout the call with that with that one that happens so many times throughout the course of a game NBA game, but because I don't <laughs> NBA, know, NBA, NBA. <laughs> um, but because it was in the dying moments, they've reviewed it, and obviously it's been overturned. But yep. are you just going to start reviewing every single time that happens? So, yeah, yes. Um, no, I'm just trying to digest because they either need to come up with a way to put a time limit on it, or they need to eliminate video. Like. It's hard because so often video reviews, not only in basketball but other sports, help get the right call. Yeah. Mm. But you've had, there needs to be a time limit or something yeah. set on it. If you can't like, come to a conclusive answer in, say, a minute or 30 seconds, mm. whatever the case may be, original stick call. with the original call. 
I think if move on. I 100% agree. I think if it comes at the cost of too much momentum of the game, which in that last yeah. minute and a half, it just took all the air out of it until that last 0.8 seconds when, yep. you know, obviously that tipping happened. But you just lost all feeling of the game because you were too busy watching slow-mo replays. And it just... Absolutely. It's bad to watch. I was trying to find it on the NBA page on Instagram. I couldn't. Did you guys see um, or hear about the mic'd up version of Monty Williams drawing up that play for eight? No, no I didn't see I that. I didn't either. It was, so, it was the most casual drop of a player that ever. He was, was it? He was like, yeah, if you get the ball, just like dunk it. <laughs> like, well, no so, pressure. The thing is, because he was matched up on Zubax and he had the, I think he had the height on him and yeah. he definitely had mm. the, the, I guess, the, the verticality. Yeah, yeah the, and the vertical. He probably just thought, look, if you get a free run at it, you're just jumping. Like, yeah. that's all you can do. You've got 0.8 seconds here. Yep. Um, what can he say? What an ending? What I couldn't, I actually ending. couldn't believe. It. Yeah, I when George or when they were like when I saw point eight, I was like, okay, this one's done. Yeah. We'll go back one apiece, yeah. but mm. two two zip, two zip. The Suns take two at home. Uh, we look ahead to game three that occurred yesterday. The Clippers bounced back in LA, winning one hundred six to ninety two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the return of Chris Paul in this one. Um, he had 15 points, 12 assists. Yep. But the big thing that cost the Suns was Chris Paul and Devin Booker scoring a combined 30 points mm. on 10 of 40 shooting. Mm. After that uh, first game, I'll tell you what, Devin Booker, as much as I love him, he cooled down massively after yep. that after that first game where he scored 40. Yeah. Um, in this one, though, the, the Clippers were in control for the vast majority of the game. There was a little period in the second quarter where the Suns mm. took a small ascendancy. Um, but Paul George in this one steadied the ship, 27 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists, along with Reggie Jackson. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Jackson. Jackson. With 23 points. Oh, no. um, what I love, though, they're starting now. Terrence Mann over Batum. Yeah. Um, yes. This guy averaged two minutes a game mm. last season, mm. over 13 games I think he played. Yeah. Two minutes a game he averaged. Now he's starting in the Western Conference Finals. That's crazy. What a turnaround for him. Rags to riches. Series is 2-1. Uh, what a series we've got now. If Okay, let's. I'll pose this question to you. So okay. we currently sit at 2-1. I might ask two questions. Okay, ask three if you want. Oh, I've got a question. How do you see... Who would you pick to win this series now? Um, Suns and Clippers. Yeah. Um, I'd still go Suns. I'm, I'm still going with the Suns as well. In 6-7, how do you feel? I think it could go all the way, to be honest yep. with you. Although my predictions hold no real weight because I feel like I've got Gotten every prediction yeah. so far this, this You're like playoff kiss of, series. Kiss of death, aren't you? Wrong, so I don't know. Um, I think the Suns still as well, but I think it could go deep. Yeah. Um, but I'll pose this question then. If, say hypothetically, Kawhi were to return, we've got Chris Paul and Kawhi back for mm-hmm. game four. How do you think that would play out then? <laughs> I think it uh, I think it still probably goes to, to game seven. And I'm yep. feeling it's a bit... Obviously, with Kawhi back, you're feeling it's a goes back into the Clippers' favour almost yep. a little bit. Yep. Um, but I think... It'd be a bit, uh, probably a coin flip, wouldn't it? Because if it was a Game 7, it would go go to uh, uh, Phoenix, should I say? Absolutely. Um, but even if Kawhi came back, he wouldn't be 100%. Yep. Um, so I think you've got to take that into into equation as well. Yep. Um, hoping the Suns get up, though. Um, but do you know what? Even if the Clippers um, went down 3-0 in this series, it wouldn't have been reflective of how they've performed so far because I think they've been valiantly. I think they've been just as good for the Suns in the first two games. They lost by six in the first and one in the second. Yep. They've won by fourteen in the third game, looked 
very it looked compared, very good. Yeah, and they look like they pro- they're probably the better team. So this is why I'm not confident that the Suns can close it out anytime soon because the Clippers have been right there with them. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to seeing how that one unfolds. Moving, I guess, changing our tune to the East, we had Game One uh, the other day with the Bucks and the Hawks. The Bucks one thirteen going down to the Hawks one sixteen. The Hawks taking the road, winning Game One. This is what crazy. a thrilling start to this series we had. Some massive performances in this one. Uh, yep. I know you and I were talking, Roy, how yep. Drew Holiday struggled in Game Seven against the Nets. Yep. Uh, his shooting woes. He bounced back. He had 33 points, 4 rebounds, 10 assists, 14 of 25 from the field, Mm. Uh, along with Giannis, who had 34 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, 14 of 25 as well. For the Hawks, Colin had 23 points, 15 rebounds, but Trigger Trey, Ice Trey, the man, the myth, the legend, 48 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists. Come on. Are you kidding? It's disgusting. Are you kidding? He like, put this team on his, his back once his, again. His third year in the NBA. What? When was LeBron? He's old, he was always a dominant force since he came into the league. But when did he start really carrying his? Uh, from the get go. Yeah, from the get go. <laughs> yeah. From, from his first game. Much. But like to the <laughs> um, he's, to the conf, conference finals. Oh, I mean, it probably it, took a, a few years a few to get years, going. Yeah, but. but it just puts him at it puts Trey Young at such high regards in terms of the Luca debate as well. It's it's starting to tighten, isn't mm. it? You can feel the um, like it, it is tightening. Mm. It is tightening. Did you see throughout the week? It was funny when Max Kellerman was having was debating with Stephen A. Smith, and Max Kellerman said that Trey Young. Is better in the big moments than Steph Curry. Oh my <laughs> and Stephen A said, uh, "I need more to. I need to be paid more to yeah. to deal with your rubbish." Do you reckon it's a contract in there, Stephen A's like old things that they need to disagree because they always debate. Yeah, <laughs> it's we, entertaining. It, it is entertaining, mm. and I know a couple of our episodes we said, "Right, we need to come up with some contrasting opinions. <laughs> we need some heat." Um, but yeah. both teams in this game shot the ball poorly from three. Atlanta twenty five percent. The Bucks twenty two. Hawks were down seven with less than four minutes to go. Mm. Uh, a Capella put back with 30 seconds ago was good enough to give them a lead and yep. then held on with three, three throws to, down the stretch. Yeah. What a boost of confidence to take one on the road mm. to kind of just, I guess, quash that, that Milwaukee crowd. Mm. What a win. Like, who who saw this coming? Definitely not me. not me. Not me. Even though the Hawks have had so much confidence and they seem to be, they seem to be winning these series, which we don't, we don't believe they should be. Um, Unbelievable. Um, all their players, particularly Trey, played to their full full potential. Yep. Whereas you look at the Bucks and we, uh, someone we haven't touched on is Chris Middleton, who went mm-hmm. six for twenty three from the field. And he was zero for nine from the three point line. Um, we, even though Holiday stepped up, you, if you're the Bucks and you want to take this series, you want to make sure that you, that those big three, Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Enjoy. Holiday, are all stepping up. Well, this right. tie. Yeah, oh, sorry, this ties into my question, not only for the next game, but who do you think the most important guy in this series would be? I think Drew. Okay. Because of his ability on the defensive end as well. He's yeah. he's got to bring it the most on both ends, I think. Mm. Um, we know how good a player defensively Giannis is, yeah. um, but I think Drew will really have to, to lock in. What um, do you think, Ro? I and score the ball because sorry, just quickly yeah. saw in that Nets game how much of a liability he was. Absolutely, yeah, and it's a good call. I'd, I'd equally say Chris Middleton, and this mm. is probably one of those games where 
it was on full display. Like, it's easy to say, oh, you know, Trey Young is the most important player, but he's not because he, even as great as he was and as great as he has been, there's other guys who, who can step up. And we know what Giannis is going to do on any given night. Yep. So I think it's those other... That two-three punch for the the Bucks, Holiday, and Middleton—that they could be the difference. Currently, game two going on as we speak, lads. Quarter time, the Bucks lead by six. Yep. Oh uh, well, well, no, they lead, yeah they lead by six. But God, they were down. Atlanta are down by like twelve before. Yeah, they were down quite a bit early. Um, they've managed to kind of salvage the game a little bit. Mm. So interesting there. Uh, Middleton with two early fouls. There you um, go. So we'll see how that one unfolds. But uh, it is a battle between. I was, I was just going to agree with you between the second man up. The, yeah. the second man up. You can just you can rely on Giannis and mm. you can rely on Trey Young. You know they're going to have a great game equally. But it's whether it be John Collins, Kevin Herter, Capella yep. for Hawks, or whether it be Middleton, mm. Drew Holiday for the Bucks. It's really a battle of the second man up. We'll, we'll pose this question before we move on to Hero of the Week, lads. Um, this series, say, I guess you can take into account that the Bucks are currently up six yeah. in game yeah. two. How do we see this one unfolding? Who's your pick now? First of all, the Suns are going to the finals, and yep. second of all, the Hawks are going to the finals. Yep. Yeah, you know what? Like, I think the Hawks are similar to the Heat last year, and they're playing with so much confidence. And even though I think Bucks probably should win this series, I, I reckon the Hawks might might take it. To be honest with you, and I, I think reckon so. they'll meet the Suns in the finals. I think so as well. Getting that game on the road settles the nerves, even if they go down in this one. Um, they've got they've got one on the road, so they're yep. they're in pole position. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so too. A Suns-Hawks final. I, I How saw, would that be? It would be great. I saw this thing. Um, it was a picture of... So we, in the picture, we had Paul George. We had mm. um, Trey right. Young. We had Devin Booker. And I think it was Giannis. Yes. And it said... And it, it just made it click when I say... It said one of these guys are going to win their first chip. Yep. The one that really stood out was Paul George. It's crazy to think he hasn't won a He's chance. Come well, think, so close, hasn't he? I think CP3 was actually in Oh, yeah, CP3. CP3. Yeah. That, yeah. that was the one for me. I was like, God, I'd love for the Phoenix Suns to win the chip this year. Just so We're writing for him to get it yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. He deserves it. He deserves it. So, so who, who are you guys going for overall? Going for uh, the Suns. Me like too. As a, okay. a Lakers fan. I can't very well say the Clippers. No. Um, I'll say the Suns. And to match up with the Hawks, um, whoever yeah. wins that, I'd, I would rather the Suns win. I'd rather just for Paul. Hawks all the way. Very Ooh. good, lads. We've got a lot to break down this time next week. We what are we? Are we depending how deep the series go? Uh, we might have um, our finals matchup made, but that's going to be absolutely fantastic to break down and look at. We are getting so close to the end now. Mm. Um, let's move ahead to Hero of the Week, lads. Very good, lads. Back with Hero of the Week. Here we go. Um, who wants to step up this week? I will. And I don't Man. I don't really have any, any notes on this player, but God has had an insurgence into, um, I don't know, his team during these playoffs, and especially um, this series. And my, my guy's Reggie Jackson because he's, mm. with, especially with Kawhi out, he's really stepped up yep. into, I'd say, even that second He's pretty second well role. performing that probably second point of scoring, isn't he? Behind Paul George for the Clippers at the minute. Mm. They need someone who can give them 20 to 25. Yeah. And he's, you know, 23 the other night. He's doing that doing that job. In mm. this series, he's been 
he's been Paul George's Robin to hit to yep. Paul George's Batman. Yep. Um, he's just been that clear second option every single night, and he definitely deserves to be a hero because they need, with Kawhi going down, they needed these other secondary guys and third guys to stand up. And even though they're down two one in that series, he's he's been he's been really um, valuable for them. He certainly has. Yeah, great pick. Is he? Uh, is he enough though? Like, if he's your second, is he? Well, I enough don't, to get you there. I don't think so, and yeah. that's why I've picked Suns yeah. to go the way. Mm. Yeah, they 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 just look. Thin, don't they? they like do you, you need George to have probably thirty-five to forty every night to be in it, and you need uh, Reggie or another second man to have at least twenty-five, at yeah. least. Mm. More time for Demarcus Cousins, I reckon. Give well, give the big man a run. Well, he, he was good in that first game. He actually. was. He I, was. I think he came on for a five-minute stretch or something. And he had eleven points yeah. or, or, or there something like that. And he was such a force, wasn't he? Like in his That's... early, like we. It's a couple of bad injuries has really yeah. derailed his career, but he is such a talent. That's crazy. exactly what I was thinking actually when I was watching. It's crazy to think that this guy is just coming off for a few minutes here and there. Yeah. When he was a twenty-three and twelve type player not too long ago. It's sad with those injuries. It certainly is. It's um. I'll, sorry, Lee. I'll tell you who I haven't seen a lot of playoff Rondo at all. Playoff Rondo. No, mm. we haven't seen much of him. He hasn't been entrusted with uh, with too many minutes, has he? In that game three. Yeah. He uh, did he play? I think he played like play, two. Yeah, oh, he got seven and a half minutes. Uh, um, but yes, those thirty seconds count. <laughs> he's uh, not done a lot, but I uh, they need that bit of experience. I'd like to see him now that Chris Paul's back. Yeah, because yeah. they've got history. They've got beef. I'd yeah. like to see them match up with one another. Yeah, I think uh, the thing with Rondo though, even if he's not huge on the box score, and yes, we'd love him to be scoring a few more points and probably a few more assists. But I think he's more so out out on that court for his leadership and and IQ. So if it's not showing up in the box score, you can bet your bottom dollar that it's showing up um, where it doesn't actually show. Definitely great pick there, Lee. Uh, I'll follow us up. My hero of the week is Nate McMillan, Ooh. head coach of the Hawks. Now, when he took over from Lloyd Pierce. This team looked dead and gone, mm. and I think we were all um, pretty shocked at how poorly they were doing. Um, they He took over. They were under 500 mm. as a team. He Once he joined, took the reins, they went 27 and 11. Yeah. Um, whatever happens from here, he has done an incredible job getting this franchise into the position they're at. Yeah. Um, you know, getting that game one as well was just a sweat. I wrote this down before um, mm. that game one. You wrote what? Uh, that, oh, like, he's my hero of the week. Yeah. And getting that game one has just sweetened it that little it bit more. So, you know, all props to him and the Hawks. Um, that It's just incredible the turnaround they've had. If and there was a second half of the year coach of yeah, the year award, he would have won well that by Well and truly sewn it up. So the Hawks and kind of the Hawks as a whole, like I could have mm. gone Trey, I could have gone the Hawks, could have gone a few. But um, McMillan for the work he's done since he, he took over yeah. certainly deserves yep. a nod for me. I love that. Yep, that's good. Um, this one's a bit controversial, particularly if you're look out. if you're looking at some recent events. But I've actually gone with Paul George. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I think with Kawhi going down, similar to what Lee was saying with Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson and these guys. Where are we doing it? Aren't we? Yeah. Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Tongue twister. Tongue twister. Try to say it for those listening. Reggie at home, Jackson. Three no, times really Reggie Jackson. Okay. Um, but if the Clippers were to compete in this series against the Suns. Paul George needed to stand up, and yeah. that's exactly what he's done. It's controversial for the simple fact that he did miss those yeah. two free throws, and that, and ultimately that's what cost them the game. But I think if he wasn't playing, they would be in absolute all sorts. Yeah. They'd be relying on Reggie as your number one man, which isn't ideal, as good as he's been. But um, the other thing 
that earned him the hero of the week for mine is the fact that because he was so poor last season, he had so many people on his back and he had he had a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. Um, this year in the off-season, he's averaging 26, 9 and 5, which is just yep. elite numbers. Yep. And I know he's had to be the leading Carrying the man. Load. But, mm-hmm. geez, when, he, when he's had to stand up, he more often than not has, apart from those two free throws. Yes. And, and it's a shame that, that those are the moments that people will remember. Um, like if they had a bow out, oh, what could have been had George have made those two free throws yeah. as opposed to... All the good he's done. Mm. Oh, he's well, been, been incredible. A lot of people say, and I know we've even said before, God, I'd love to see, um, you know, 2015, 16 paces, Paul George. But then we forget that he, that's not going to happen if Kawhi Leonard's playing as well. I know yeah. Kawhi yep. Leonard's not playing in this good series. Point. Good point. Um, but he has looked pretty reminiscent of that, That you know, 2015 Paul George Just leading that team. Mode. If he did a Jeremy Grant and went to a team where he was leading, mm. he'd be playing like this on a regular basis. Yeah. We forget that Imagine he was... That. Paul George to Detroit. I'd oh. love to see him back at... Imagine, I want to see him back at Pacers. Imagine that. Under Rick Sabonis. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah that'd, be nice. that'd be some lineup, wouldn't it? Bring TJ Warren. Swap Warren and Levert for Paul George. Yeah. Yes, God, sir. Yeah, for sure. Trade machine. <laughs> Look out. Well, See if that works. What, for the for the Clippers, it wouldn't. I like without taking in the money and everything else. Yeah. Kawhi can be the main guy. You got Warren, yeah. whose um, words we've seen in the bubble last year, mm. more than competent scorer. Karis yep. LeVert coming back healthy. Oh. Imagine that. That's not a bad move I think for that's both fair. teams. Yeah. Paul George joins Sabonis, yeah. Turner. Um, Jesus. Wow. There you Bro- go. How's uh, that? Brogdon. Brogdon God. Yeah. Let's make. I um, kind of want to end this podcast <laughs> and go put it in the machine and see what we can see come up works. with there. That's it. That's a good one. Uh, um, but great picks there, lads. Recapping here of the week, Lee. You had Reg, Reg, Jackson. Reg, Reg, Mr. Ja- Mr. Jackson, Mr. Jackson. Can you sing that bit again? Cyrus Jackson, <laughs> I am for real. Get that real high didn't, note. Didn't quite get there. Uh, we need, we need a karaoke night, don't we? Um, I had. I've forgotten. You've thrown me out. Of I had uh, Nate McMillan there, head coach of the Hawks. I had PG thirteen. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I wish I hadn't advised you. To do I that. wish you hadn't. <laughs> I wish you hadn't have either. Um, lads, what a week it's Do you been. know what was bad about it? You tried. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that on, was man. the worst part of all. It's crazy. Hit like after a drink or two, you always think. Or yeah. in the shower, in the car, oh. you always think you sound great, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I, but I do. But, do you? Yeah. Yeah, you no, got some. I'm going to test the fact that Lee doesn't. Like, you, like I know when I'm driving up. I'm, I'm a big podcast listener, but when I yeah. decide to listen to some music, you know, you're driving along and you can't hear yourself, you sound great. Like you well, you can't sound... hear yourself because you drive with your headphones on. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So you sound great. That's right. Uh, I swear that's illegal. Is it? I've been listening to Hope podcasts. the cops are listening. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 know, do I, I, I don't know. I'll have to look that one up too. Yeah. Oh, mm. my be. I feel like I have heard something like that. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Very good. Well you, well, you can't drive right now. You don't have a car. Yeah, my car blew up, so I'm on the old, <laughs> the old bus. So I can't sing on the bus, can I, very well? He's on the old legs. Yeah, just running here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> Tell you what, public transport, it's... Um, it's such How's a- it go? Ah, I so much I prefer being able to run to my own schedule. So yeah. now, this says a lot about a person. Are you more of a backseat type person, or are you no. more of towards the front? Uh, towards the front, chatting oh, with the driver. No, not that. Not, not that, that front. I'm, I'm the middle ground. I'm the the split. <laughs> I um. Although the other week there was like it was a full bus, and I had to sit on the back seat. Oh, yeah, I, I was with a heap that. of college kids, about? and I was like, oh nah. my yeah. goodness, I'm I, mid mid back. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You me. look like someone who's more to the back. No, I don't like people to see my bald spot coming up. <laughs> so you got to be at the back. Got to be right at the back. Rose, one of those people. Rose, probably one of those. Nah, because this is offensive. But those people who sit on the seat and don't let others sit on—that's not offensive. It's just rude, isn't it, from them? 
Yeah, rude. Well, yeah, Did rude. you say I was like that? I no, well, I, I backstepped on it because it is offensive to you. No, oh, the, the other guy, the other day I let this guy with the worst BO sit yeah. right next to me on the it? bus yeah. and there was just no escaping it. Yeah. If not, you've got to bust the window, the, don't you? Deodorant is $2.99 if that, so This is invest. what people talk, it, it proves that we can do a normal podcast. Mike, this is what people talk about in a normal We've all spoken about our bus adventures, actually, <laughs> than the basketball. But, yeah, um, hopefully you have a cast soon. I'm looking forward yeah, to that. Good. And I can get back to singing once again. Yeah, stuff. Lads, conference finals would should be pretty much winding up this I time think, next week. I think by next Saturday we'll have our finalists. I'm looking forward to mm. it. We've got a lot to break down there. We're out in the home stretch. Guys, thank you so much for all the continued support. Continue to do so. Stay up to date with our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Link um, in our bio pod threads. Absolutely. Even if you just some... check it out because it'll probably convince you they're looking pretty good. Have a look. Rep some Daily Dribble merch. If you are, get your hands on some merch. Send it into us. We'd love to see um, you repping the brand and Again, super appreciative of that. Um, yeah. Can't what's, wait. what's more to be said? What's more to be said than love you, bye.